This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Coalition for Ethanol and its upcoming annual conference August 23rd through the 25th in Minneapolis. Learn more at ethanol.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Russia has terminated its participation in the Black Sea Grain Initiative, a move poised to throw global grain trade into disarray. The deal had been allowing exports of grain through Ukrainian ports, but Russia had signaled its frustration in previous extensions over the treatment of its fertilizer exports on the world stage. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres addressed the issue today in New York, saying the deal had been a success for all involved. The Black Sea Initiative, together with the Memorandum of Understanding on Facilitating Exports of Russian Food Products and Fertilizers, have been a lifeline for global food security and the beacon of hope in a troubled world. At a time when the producing and production and availability of food is being disrupted by conflict, climate change, energy prices and more, these agreements have helped to reduce food prices by over 23% since March last year. He says the loss of the deal is devastating but sets the stage for other work. Turkey and the United Nations were the other parties in the deal in addition to Russia and Ukraine. Sochil Torres Small officially took the reins as USDA's new deputy secretary before a packed house at the department's Washington headquarters. The former Rural Development Undersecretary and member of Congress reflected on her family's relationship with the department, ranging from one set of grandparents immigrating to the country as farm workers to the other managing a food bank and processing USDA donations. She says her family is a reflection of the breadth of USDA's importance. Those of you who are here today who work here at USDA, you know this already. You know the importance of USDA to every single person's life and story. She says she wants to empower USDA staff in her role as the department's chief operating officer. That way we can make sure we are, as the secretary says so well, a department not just for the few, but for the many. We can prove that there are more options than just getting big or getting out, but rather we can be there so that the next generation of farmers, foresters, researchers, rural people, and every single partner of USDA can get innovative instead. No word from the Biden administration just yet on plans for a nominee to fill her now-vacant rural development role. And finally today, EPA wrapped up last week by opting against granting most of the pending biofuel mandate waivers on its desk. The agency denied 26 small refinery exemption requests from facilities seeking to have their renewable fuel standard obligations waived. EPA said the request did not demonstrate the RFS specifically was causing the facilities undue economic harm. The move is a major victory for biofuel groups hoping to lessen the use of SREs that exploded during the Trump administration. Jeff Cooper is the president and CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association. He says the Biden administration's policies toward biofuels have been hit or miss. You know, we've seen this administration grant emergency waivers this summer and last summer to allow the continued use of E15. Uh, we've seen this, this administration really get behind kind of that next generation um, for renewable fuels, sustainable aviation fuels, uh, and on down the line. Uh, but where we've run into problems is, again, this, this idea that electric vehicles are going to be 
the savior uh, of the transportation industry moving forward. There's more from Cooper, including his thoughts on tailpipe regulations and potential market opportunities from new biofuel technologies in his open mic interview on agripulse.com, where you can also read more about EPA's SRE's decisions, Torres Small's ceremony at USDA, and the latest on the Black Sea Green Deal. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Coalition for Ethanol. The American Coalition for Ethanol is hosting its 36th annual conference in Minneapolis, August 23rd through the 25th. This must-attend event features timely updates on biofuel issues, and this year a special reception will be held at a Minnesota Twins baseball game. Visit ethanol.org for event details. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.